Hi guys! Hi guys! Welcome back to our Essence Podcast. This is episode six. Oh my gosh, it's episode six already. I know. Well, welcome back. <laughs> As usual, thanks for tuning in. Yes. We appreciate it. Again, don't forget to what comment, like, share, and, and subscribe. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we could start with like our win for the week if we have one, losses for the week. Mm, just a regular week. Yeah. So my win is being alive. That's good. That's yeah. always a good thing. Mm-hmm. No uh, yeah. No losses. Thank you, God. Thank you. What's my no losses for this week? I don't think, but for my win for this week, was a good week. <laughs> <laughs> That was a really long pause, but uh, it was a pretty good week. Uh, nothing too extreme. It was pretty calm, chill. Nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So we can get into. Let's let's also do like what did you do for your mind? Oh right, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go first if uh, you have one. I just took a break, so like I wasn't like so much on the go, so I took okay. a break. Um. I mean, I still worked, but, like, I took, like, a mental break. Yeah. I only did, like, what was necessary. Right. I did the bare minimum. I mean, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Watched lots of TV. (laughs) What did you watch? Just a bunch of stuff on Netflix and YouTube. Oh, yeah. I watched a lot of wedding videos on YouTube. Really? Yeah. I love love. (laughs) Love is so cute. It's so nice. Amazing. And it's, like, wedding season, so it always makes me so happy. Yeah, it probably gives you ideas, too. Yes, and it does give you ideas, yeah. Um, what did I do for my body, mind, and soul this week? Um, uh, I ate right this week. I ate pretty good this week. I ate, I ate a lot of veggies. Didn't really eat too much junk food, which I was proud of myself for. It's also a win for the week, actually. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really overthink it too much. I just kind of ate pretty good this week. So it was just like a yeah like a part of you. Yeah, and I, I worked out. Three times this week, which is also pretty good. It's not the best. It's better than it was, me. It was really good. I didn't go to the gym at all. Really? Yeah. So it, I wasn't hard on myself about that too much this week. So that was so when at the same time it's what I did for my body, soul, and mind for this week. So it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So we can get right into this week's topic. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Hey, gonna be talking. About. <laughs> okay. All right, let me stop. <laughs> Uh, so today we wanted to kind of talk about our um, experience when we moved from Nigeria to United States and kind of talk about like what it was like yeah. and how old we were when we moved and how we, as how it's been going. Since. Yeah. So like basically, yeah, migrating from Nigeria and growing up in America yeah. as a Nigerian, what it's like. Yeah. yeah. So I came here when I was ten years old. So that was two thousand and five. Okay. I think it was an F5. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And it was... How old were you when you came? I was 10 as well, but I was okay. about to be 11. Me too. So, so I, I came, came... You came 2005, what, January? January. I came 2004, December. Oh, uh, okay. And I would have been 11 in May. Yeah, and I turned 11 in January. Look, we came pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> probably like a month apart. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What did you guys say? Like, were you in New Jersey when you moved here? Yeah, so we, I mean, we landed in JFK in New York. But then oh, yeah. we lived in New Jersey, like, 
from the airport to New Jersey. My dad, yeah. my dad was already here. Okay, so, same. Like, he just got an apartment. We, um, he already had an apartment, which is my stupid apartment. Oh, uh, my dad was already here too, but he was here in December, and we came here in so January. My dad been here for like over a year. Uh, so he gets he already had things yeah. prepared for you guys. Yeah. Uh, coming here, the I I don't remember too much, but I just remember like not really knowing where we're, where we're going. Um, I didn't have really have any expectations. It was just we got off the plane and it was cold. Um, <laughs> I remember, I, ha- remember we, I had like cold. a I had I had well I wore a jean skirt because in Nigeria you, you don't really wear pants in Nigeria, so we came with jean skirt. And I remember being cold, um, but I had no expectations. I didn't understand anything that was going on. Um, everybody talked to really fast. Like, even though I knew how to speak English already because of school in Nigeria, but I didn't understand what was going on because the way it's spoken here, it's a lot faster than mm-hmm. what we're used to. Uh, that was, like, the first experience, my first impression of here. Like, oh, it was okay. just cold, and I had no idea where I was. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I don't remember, like, the weather. I know it was there was snow on the ground. Yeah. But I don't remember if I felt cold because my mom already, like, Cause we had a stopover somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think that's when she made us change into like winter attire. Okay, okay. So like I had, I remember wearing I had corduroy pants and like long sleeve, and so like I, I guess I mean that's what made me didn't feel the cold. Yeah, I just remember I was so excited to. I just wanted to see my dad because it's really? been so long. So I was so excited to see my dad, and yeah, I was excited, excited that we were moving to. Yeah, and that I made it because my parents had like threatened me that if I didn't, you know, Nigeria, if you don't come in first. Oh, Lord, America. Oh. Like, I'm America. So I came, I think I came in third. And oh, I was, on graduation day, I was crying. Oh, my God. I, and they were like, why are you crying? I was like, because I'm not going to go to America. <laughs> so I remember, and then they were like, oh, no, you still go. But you did that to, like, to scare that was you, like a you, scary tactic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it worked, but like, at the same time, it didn't work because I came in third, not first. But, yeah. So yeah, I was, I just remember being happy to be here. And it was really dark because it was late at night. We were yeah. around night time. Yeah, and I just remember waking up the next day in the apartment, just I was just happy, and I didn't really have too much mm. expectations. Either. Yeah, I I didn't. This going to school was a, was what was like a shocking experience oh, yeah, for, for me, me because we started school maybe you start like, right away. And I think we started like April or March. Around that, because I remember it was towards the end of the year. So we started kind of late because um, we mm-hmm. had to adjust and kind of do all that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was around like April, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong because I had to have a memory. But it was around April. But I remember because in Nigeria, I was really active in Nigeria. Like I used to be in plays and do different activities. I used to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just like be so social in Nigeria. So when I came here, it was such a culture shock for me that it made me quiet. Like, I remember, like, when I would, in school, people talked really fast. So it was hard for me to understand a lot of things sometimes. Yeah. And people think that I was just stupid. Or they didn't think I was smart. And they would just question, like, did, did you, how did you, how did you know how to speak English? You not mm. know how to speak English? Mm. Um, and, or when I would, when I would say something, mm-hmm. obviously in English, they wouldn't understand what I was saying. So they'd be like, huh, what are you saying? So <laughs> it made me really quiet. So ever since then... Like, I wouldn't talk much in class. I, I was afraid to, to answer questions because I didn't want people to say, what, what are you saying? What like, are you saying? yeah. 
So that was like, it was a big culture shock for me that way too. I don't, I don't remember what month we started, but I know we had to stay home for a little bit because it was like paperwork. We had to get like immunization shots mm-hmm. and all these different things. Um, so, but definitely we didn't, and then also when we came, they were on winter vacation. Oh, okay. So, so you started like after that. Okay. Like, definitely maybe around February-ish we started also. So, and then... When we came also in Nigeria, I already finished is it what primary, primary school. school. I, was to, I was supposed to be starting GSS 1 in Nigeria. Is that secondary, secondary school? Secondary school. Okay. So we would have met, we would have technically been like, what, seventh grade here? Or I said I was high school. No, second, because secondary school in Nigeria is six years. Okay. And high school here is four years. But secondary uh, school is technically middle and high school put together. Gotcha. Six years in Nigeria. Okay, okay. Yeah. But isn't the education in Nigeria a lot faster than it is? It here? is because it's like primary one to five, six. Some schools have primary six, not all. And then it's GS one, GS two, GS three. Okay. And then okay. also you start at a younger age in Nigeria. Yeah, because I remember I was supposed to start, I think secondary school or something, mm-hmm. and I had to get uniforms. So my parents, because we had to travel around that time. So my parents they didn't want people to be asked like, oh, why isn't Tilani going to school? Mm-hmm. Like, why is she home? So they made me start school. Like they bought all the things I needed to get, and I was I was only there for like maybe like a few weeks yeah. or something. My yeah. My parents just because they knew we were coming, they didn't make me start because separate school tuition is expensive. Yeah, I yeah. My so, parents had to they paid for that. Like it wild. <laughs> my mom just me and my sister. She um we went to my grandma's place in Ibadan because we were living in Lagos. So yeah. we just stayed with her for a while. Okay. And then during that time too, my mom was doing some program, some school program. Okay. Was in school. So and then my brother was with her, and yeah. So that was it. Yeah, we just stayed with my cousins would be going to school in the morning, and me and I'm there chilling in the house yeah grandma's house. so yeah we didn't go to school so i didn't go to school for like a few months oh really and then we came here also had a little break so then in my head i'm thinking oh maybe i'm probably going to start my parents thought maybe they, we would have to i would start like grade six mm-hmm. or seven but because of my age it made me do grade five you know that happened to me yeah and that was a little annoying to me i was like oh, i already know all these things like, yeah and then also they put me in esl me too and i'm like english is not my oh second my gosh language. yeah well it's, it's ours oh because we spoke english english was my first language yeah. they revised my second language that, ever being honest yes yeah. because we had to speak it in nigeria i went to school. a private school so english was my first language in nigeria and we had like diction classes but they had oh like my god international teachers come in and so like i already i felt like why am i i understand english i write english i speak english why is you know yeah so that so i had to literally beg my parents to tell them to please test me out of esl so i tested out of esl because i was just like it would be like the spanish kids and the other kids and like they i could understand mm. why they were in there and i'm just like yeah i had the same experience apple like i'm just like i know these things take me out so yeah i had to literally test out of esl it was a it was a big issue too like for them requesting to test me out english is not my second language i the my thing was they never tested me out for so me so like we yeah i stayed wow. in esl because we we my school was in Deptford. Well, Deptford. i went to Deptford okay. elementary school um so I went to Hiesa, but like I understood everything. It was so easy. I didn't feel challenged at all. Yeah. And it, I just felt like, why am I here? Because like, I didn't understand why I needed to be there. Oh, yeah. I told my and mom, I, get me out. 
Now. Yeah, I was ten, I was ten, so I wasn't eleven years old yet. So oh, I was okay. still ten years old, and instead of taking me, putting me in like I think how old are you in like fourth grade, fifth grade, yeah. right? So they put me in fourth grade, right? And I was still yeah. So then the next year they made me repeat fourth grade again. Yeah, and my mom was fighting so hard to have them like put me where I'm supposed to because she was like. She understands all these things. Like, she's already learned all this. She's yeah. way ahead of that. So, they refused to test me out of fourth grade for ESL. So, we moved um, from that township into a different township. And uh, one of the ESL teachers in that in the next school that I went to, she was like, oh, like, she's fine. She just have her test out. So, I remember taking, like, summer classes to kind of see how, where I was. Um, and they took me from fourth grade to, to sixth grade. grade. Yeah, so. But I don't understand why they think that because you're. Coming from an African uh, Yeah, like you're stupid. not, you don't understand what's mm-hmm. going on. Meanwhile, we, we are way ahead of them. Literally yeah, way ahead. Yeah, we're way ahead of like, them. Like, the stuff they were teaching us in math class, I already knew it. And I was, yeah. So it was so easy for I me. used to be so bored in class. Literally, I used to be so bored same, in class. Same. And then in second grade, because they still had me in, like, the English, the, I, I don't, what, what kind of English? Like, not the lower level english class not the regular english class really? like yeah and i remember just being like oh my god like can i j-? it was not challenging at all i was so bored and my ESO teacher said okay i didn't i didn't need ESO anymore so she had me like transfer out of it and she was like okay you're doing it because i have i literally would have hundreds in all my classes every single marking period <laughs> like it was so not challenging at all and so they had me leave the regular English class. I mean, not the, the lower, mm-hmm. like the special English class to the regular English. English class. So they literally thought I was not capable of doing the things that I'm obviously capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So another thing that would that really that I always remember is like walking into class, and it's the when we first moved, we were living in Franklin, so mm-hmm. it's predominantly white. So walking into class and being like one of the only black person in the class. And you know, in in Nigeria, it's just no I mean we never really thought about color. color yeah. Because everyone just looks the same and that's it. But then coming being thrown here and just like, whoa. Yeah. Different colors, different everything, different accents, and you're just like, Wow, where do I start from? Yeah. And everyone not on oh what did you say and i'm like i'm speaking english yeah it made me so insecure Literally. about it yeah i used to be so outgoing and so out there in nigeria and then i came here and i just it deems your light a yeah, lot it like did. It, it really did because mm-hmm. they were they will always just look at you like you're not you're incompetent yeah you know and you're the only black person well i, I mean you also i was on the faculty in my class I was one like it wasn't the yeah only black person, but there wasn't that many yeah most of like elementary school middle school Mostly, like, in my classes, I was either one of the only black person yeah. or maybe a couple other people, but predominantly white populated. Yeah. And then I re- also remember when it was time for gym. Gym time. In Nigeria, gym time is so different. Like, mm-hmm. gym, we have houses and inter sport. Like, it's, Oh, my gosh. I remember that. Yeah, so, I remember I was in greenhouse. It's so much more different. It's so much more yeah. exciting. So, it was time for gym. And then they were having us pick what activities you want to do. And I don't know. And, then, and I didn't even know what basketball was. And yeah. then also at this time, everyone in the class wanted to be friends with the new person. Mm. So everyone was literally like sucking up to me in a way. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth, come play basketball with us. I'm like, okay. I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> so like, I remember just like 
not knowing what to do, and then they started making fun of me. That oh, she doesn't know. Oh my god! I don't. I I don't remember if it got to me. Um, but I just remember like I just I would never forget that. Another thing I, I would never forget is like lunchtime mm. in Nigeria. You take your lunch to school. Oh yeah, like so my this, mom would put it in yeah. this like. Here it wasn't really common. The yeah. lunch was provided in the cafeteria. So that was also a culture shock. Letting to eat those type of foods that you don't eat. Yeah. That you don't normally yeah. eat. And then lunchtime, everyone already had who they sat with. So then they, I remember there was this one. The, it was my first day. One of the girls that normally sits there wasn't in school that day. So that whole group was like, oh, come sit with us. The next day she came and where am I supposed to sit? Oh, my so I didn't know where to sit. So it was, there was just so many, like, those things that yeah. I would always wear. And then another thing is, like, what I wore. The what school we went to, the, my first, like, for fifth grade, it was, there was no uniform. So, but my mom, as an African mom, in Nigeria, you have uniforms, right? Yeah, So, yeah. as an African mom, she had clothes, that, this is your clothes for Monday, this is your clothes for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, every Monday, that's what I wore, every Tuesday. Oh, my God! <laughs> this is your clothes for gym. Do you know how embarrassing that oh is? Oh, my God! <laughs> No, my experience with like clothing was my my parents have always been like you have to dress proper and you know be like presentable. Mm-hmm. So in school, cause you know in elementary school, people wear like sweatpants, jeans, like some casual. My mom wants me to wear like button down clothes, and I used to fight with her in the like there was this one specific yeah, shirt, oh my God. one specific shirt. shirt, like it was a gray shirt, and I hated this shirt because it was so dressy, and everybody <laughs> at school was so casual, and I would just come looking like I'm going somewhere, you yeah, know. They would and, wear sneakers, yeah, and, and I'm over here wearing dress shoes. Yeah, and I just wanted to fit in, and I would. I remember fighting with her to now wear this gray shirt, like this button down gray shirt, and I hated that shit for that reason. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I ever. I just wore what they gave me because like. It, you have to be proper. You have to dress mats. Dress yeah, I don't mats. want anyone to think that you don't have parents at home. Like you know, dress especially, I think from their perspective, is they just but they just came into an unknown land. So, yeah. So they don't want anyone to think that they don't know how to take care of their kids. Right. And then you already right. hear all these stories about in America, the government can take your kids away from you. Right. So that fear was already instilled in them. I think that's probably where they were coming from, where they wanted us to be prim and proper. And also, you will hear that oh, in America, the kids they thought they become bad kids. This mm. gang. So my mom's like, no, I don't want you to be joining the gang. So you I have to want... be smart. Yes, look, you have to dress smart. <laughs> so that was another thing that I always remember. Yeah. And then I think so that was fifth grade. And then sixth grade, I only did oh yeah, I think I did do sixth grade. My sixth grade was when the bullying, like bullying oh, happened. Really? I was the only one thing that I always I really remember someone said something and it really hit you know after months of some being bullied mm. so that one with me i started crying in the class like literally and i had to get up and go to the bathroom because it was just so i don't remember what they said but i'll never forget like crying and then but that day i was that was the day of my dad no one's ever gonna bully me again. gonna ever make me feel this way ever again That's so, so then the seventh grade this we finished up sixth grade and then we moved down here to willenboro okay and then it was all black kids <laughs> and i was like hey black people. it was like bro it was such a different like yeah so different and i felt more you know you felt you fit in more yeah so i slowly got my farm myself made my friends even in seventh grade it gave me in vulnerable there was two bullies but i didn't let it let yeah it affect me i mean i i stayed in a predominantly white school like mid- elementary school middle school high school 
go out except for college because I went to Willie P. But um, in in middle school, I did I did I, I did sports. So I remember like people would always ask me about what Nigeria was like. Like, did you? So I played uh, soccer and field hockey, and they would ask me, and I did track, and they would ask me, like, this was in middle school, mm-hmm. like, um, how how was your house in Nigeria? Did you live in a hut? Um, Like, did you see animals everywhere? And I just remember thinking, like, what? I've only been to the zoo one time in Nigeria. I don't see any. <laughs> I don't even think I ever go to the zoo. Like, I was just, I remember thinking, like, we had a regular house. I remember thinking, like, my I, house in America is smaller than my house yeah, in Nigeria. That's yeah. what I remember thinking. And I was just like, what? Yeah. I, I didn't even, I, mean, I don't remember what I what my reply was, but I was just kind of like, I used know? to ignore those questions. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like really stupid questions because of obviously lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and all these things. And it's like, they just me. I just always felt left out and out of place mm. in my while well, going through school where I lived. So that was like I felt out of place. I felt uncomfortable a lot of the time, um, and it really it too. brought a lot of insecurities. Where like I don't want to say the wrong thing because mm-hmm. they will always ask like, "What are you talking about?" Oh my like, God. So I even w- with the black people. Yeah, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So therefore, I'll shut my mouth and not say anything because I don't want to be looked at as though I'm already the weird kid. Mm-hmm. And then my name also made me feel super insecure too okay, because I, I yeah I had a really long name and every time we had like a different teacher or something, they were just like Oluwa. I'm just like. It's really not yeah, that hard to say. so it it made me feel like it's something wrong with my name. Like I felt really insecure about that. Like, why are they making it such a big deal? Because they they made it a big deal at my school oh my about that. Like, how do you say your name? Say the sister that was like Oluwatimi. Like she just like she made it into a song. Like they just made a big deal about oh. my name. So that was another another thing about that. Mine too. was with my last. I didn't have an issue with my first name because it was Elizabeth. But my last name, oh my god, so many jokes. And I'm so glad I never because I think at that point in mm-hmm. Willemboro, I already had the mentality that no one's gonna make me like just yeah. gonna bully me about like about where I come from. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I still what they said still affected me. Yeah, and I, I made me insecure in certain ways because I used to be an outgoing, bubbly girl, and right. I came to America and, and I became like, shy. And then it took me a while to finally find come, your light again and come back. Yeah. yeah. But oh my God. Like, it just be, I did your mom, right? My lessons, I did your mom. And then it's be like, I did your mom. Kids can be so cruel. Oh my Elizabeth, God. Elizabeth, I did your mom. Like, they used to, bro, I just remember it, it was homeroom. Because you know, That's like, disrespectful. homeroom, you're by an alphabetical order. Yeah. And it's the funny part is some of the kids that were even cracking the jokes were Nigerians. They were just Nigerians that were born here. Oh, so, so they already lived here for a while. That's not fair. And it's so funny nowadays because it's like now they're the ones claiming Nigeria with the Nigerian flag in their bio. But yeah. back then it wasn't cool it to was, be Nigerian. Yeah. But now everyone wants That's to be me. Nigerian. Everyone wants to be African. It's so it's, it's so, so yeah, funny. It's, it's so annoying. It's so it's hilarious. Yeah, to me. it's really hilarious to me. Meanwhile, me, I was always claiming Nigeria, Nigeria for life. No one right. can take that away from me because that's part of And they made you feel ashamed of where you came from. I like, wouldn't say it made me. I like it made they, you they never made insecure me, about it. It made me insecure about yeah. myself, but it never made me feel ashamed about where I came from because because if I was being honest, I was ready to go back because I'm like, is this your America? I don't want to be here. What's the hype? <laughs> Literally, I was like, what is the hype? Yeah, like, it's so overhyped. It really is. It's because I'm like. Bruh, I had a driver in Nigeria. 
what's what is catching the bus? <laughs> the driver will come pick you up, take you and come pick yeah, you up. Like that yeah. that was like, you know, living and it was so much more freedom I felt like I had mm. in Nigeria compared to here. Like Yeah, so much freedom, like so much more freedom. Yeah, and I remember like us they always had trouble with my name. Another thing with that was so both my first name and my middle name, they always combined it like it's it's always together. So they instead of saying my full name, they'll just say Victoria. Mm. So they just stopped calling me Oluwatilani and they start calling me Victoria. And I did not like being called Victoria. That's why you hate that name now. Yeah. <laughs> so so then they just everybody just started calling me that. And mm. to make my life easier, I'm just like, just call me Victoria. So after I graduated high school, I was like, please don't call me Victoria. That's good. So because I I like back. I like my first name a yeah. lot. And going to college, like, you know what? I'm gonna just know who I am because like now I feel like myself so, again because mm-hmm. you know maybe it was the environment that i was in I'm, like it could be but i just felt so much like myself after leaving high school you know because i felt like i found myself i could be myself again because in yeah. college nobody really cares about like Everyone, you know yeah. yeah so i felt like myself like don't call me victoria please just yeah. either call me tim lane or timmy like yeah yeah i would definitely say slowly towards the end of high school but mostly in college is when i started gaining getting back to the mm-hmm. elizabeth that i wanted to yeah be. yeah that's crazy, but kids are so cruel. Kids are horrible, and I I don't know where it comes from. Like I don't know if it's from their home life or if them themselves are insecure. That was it's also, it's ignorance. That's true. Also, around the time was when the whole African booties crash. Oh thing yeah, was, oh yeah, like, was coming. And for me, it never once affected me because I'm just like that's not even funny. Like what are you saying? That it was. I'm just like you people don't know what you're missing out on. Like. That's literally it's, what I It's used to literally feel. ignorance. When you don't know something and something's different, yeah. you want to make a big deal about what that difference is. Mm. That's literally what it is. It's ignorance. For me, also, I just never understood why. Because I, again, I I went to a black, predominantly mm. black high school. I never understood why, like why they thought we were different. It took me a while to finally understand. Oh, okay, slavery and everything. But I'm just in my head. I'm like. Why? Why were the same? Like, why was there a separation between them and the Africans? Like, there was always that separation. Oh yeah. But then, oh, was, like, what do you mean? Because they always felt like they were better than us. Who like, like the African Americans? Oh, 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 okay. Always felt okay. like they were better than Africans. Yeah, there was always that. Oh, we're better than you. This that You're gap. An African booty scratcher. You live in huts, and I'm like, my house in Nigeria. It's not a hut. It's way better than what I'm <laughs> living in now. Actually, they brought me to America to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, seriously. seriously, like you living the living the easy good life. In Don't Nigeria. have to worry about. But bills. obviously, you know, our parents brought us here for better opportunities, right? And, right. And so we're grateful for that, Mia. Because Nigeria, when you really look back at it, it's it's nice and it's enjoyable. But it's when only, you have money, yeah, it's only when you have money when you really, really have stupid and bastard money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People that don't have money, I mean, the people are suffering in that country. A lot of people, and are you know, suffering. we are. We should be grateful that we got that opportunity to come here. You know, yeah. because there's, yeah. in Nigeria, there's really no middle class. Is you either rich or poor? That's it. Yeah, that's and it. I would say in Nigeria, I would say it's it's like like filthy rich, then like maybe upper middle class, mm. and then poor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say we were poor. We were comfortable in No, Nigeria. I was I yeah. I, I would categorize myself with the the upper middle class. Oh, oh okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't say we were upper middle class. You were. We weren't poor Your parents either. had their own business. Yeah. That's what I mean by upper middle uh, class. Oh, okay. Because there's technically there's no middle class in Nigeria. <laughs> 
That's what I mean. So if you were you, had, you were able to go to a private school. Did I go to yeah? Uh-huh. Did I go to private school? There's no Did way I you go? went to a public school. I had you. I went to Catholic school. Uh-huh. So you went yeah. to a private school. Yeah. Okay. You, your parents had to pay school fees. Yeah. So that's private. <laughs> yeah, because the public schools are free. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. Oh my gosh! I remember growing up in Nigeria because obviously it was my sister and I. She was three years. I mean, she's three years. Michael old was one No, he was two. So he oh, didn't start okay, school okay. yet. He was only two years old. But I remember my dad would always take us to school and he'll carry my sister because she was smaller and I would just be like chasing after. I remember that so vivid. I don't know why, but we just always like run after my dad. Yeah. I remember that so much. And going to, from school, my parents owned like a a business, like a shop in, in somewhere in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was in Mokola. So I remember, like, after school, like, my sister and I would take, like, a bus to there. And just, like, that little adventure and, and that freedom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that. miss that. I miss riding on the Okada, getting on the bus to go do my hair. Yeah. Going on the street to buy the gay bread. Like, those things. Like, life was so much more simpler. Yeah. I don't know, maybe because I was younger. That's why I'm, I'm feeling like Yeah, maybe. It, it probably wouldn't be the same now if it yeah. was still there. Yeah. Like, my, my brother was a baby then, so they used to send me to go get him, like, I'm a line away, dude. And it's like, and it's like, from the book and open in his, the book in his bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Life is good, man. Yeah. 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 Overall, I'm grateful for the sacrifices yeah. our parents made to bring us here because now we have brother experiences. Yeah. So we have, like, the both sides. Yeah. How do you think they felt, like, relocating and bringing their whole family to this country i know it wasn't easy for them yeah they, I, I especially for my mom she gave up a lot like mm. for her businesses even my dad too mm-hmm. like they both had their own businesses like life was good yeah. to come here and then they had to be literally start from scratch beginning. that's literally how it is yeah working those odd jobs like there's no job there's yeah. no job my dad and my mom have not done like to provide for your family, family. yeah and so People they only do that because they wanted the best for us because yeah. they were living good in Nigeria. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I could ever, you know, have that courage to move from one country to another mm-hmm. with like three little kids. Yeah, it's a lot. So keep kudos to our parents. To them. At least not to yeah. start from scratch. Yeah, yeah, the way they did. Yeah. They did a lot for us, so we thank you guys. Thank you guys. We love you. <laughs> you <Keep> listening. <laughs> My mom is probably listening. Yeah, I know my mom's listening. My dad probably listening. Yeah. But I know my mom's listening. So thank you guys for all your sacrifices and giving us the chance to come here and grow up here. So we appreciate you guys. We do. We really appreciate it. God bless you. I can't wait for you to be enjoying. Okay? (laughs) Enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. So life has been coming. Now that we're older, it's obviously different. We find ourselves. and I mean, Mm -hmm. we're finding ourselves. Um, And we're still kind of... We have the best of both worlds, I feel. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely think I definitely think so. Too. Yeah, yeah. So it's been good so far. So yeah, I wouldn't trade the experience. I wouldn't either. Yeah. It's, it, it just made us stronger. I feel like definitely. Yeah, it made us stronger, and you don't know how strong you were until you go through like that kind of change. Mm-hmm. So and it just also makes you see people or like the human race and from a different perspective, right? Because it's like literally thinking back like. 10 plus years ago, you weren't even claiming mm. And all of a sudden. Now that it's popular and it's trending, you got the flag in your bio, mm. your shaku you know. <laughs> like, so it's literally wild, yeah. but it's yeah. like, it's okay. I, just, I mean, I'm happy that they're finally like. You think it's because of that. social media? Social media well, 100% definitely like, made that. Media. Yeah. That's why people, 
I remember during my senior year, like almost every Nigerian or African wanted to have Ankara prints mm, for the their dashiki, prom. was a big thing at one point. They, they wanted to have for their prom. Now I have some Ankara print in their outfit. Like it was, it started. Africa started to trend. Yeah, and I was, and yeah. I was so happy because like finally, y'all giving us. Our, you know, but the respect awesome. that we des- deserve. Yeah, yeah. No, there's literally no place like Africa. Homeland, motherland. Yeah. Well. I'm forever, <laughs> forever repping. Yeah, Niger. Niger. Green, white, green. All day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and, and comment. And comment below.